0: Eretz Yisrael, the er So probably again, this time of year, moving into the summer, Eretz and we've been discussing what Eretz means. besides just the, the geographical location, what Eretz means in terms of the nefesh. Eretz is a, it's a place in the neshama. It's a way of living. It's a way of thinking. And we've been discussing different aspects of Odis Hashem, different aspects of Yiddishkeit that can be done in an Eretz Yisrael way. So again, just to just to chaser a little bit, what Eretz means. What does Yisrael means? So the basic method, the basic basic approach, the basic concept is as follows: that there are two sides to everything. There's what's called Rachel and Leah. There's something that there's the the revealed aspect of anything of any particular dimension that's called Rachel. Rachel and Minuchumish is described as the woman that's very beautiful, the one that that on the outside is, you know. Is the most appealing to Yaakov Avinu. means Almah Desgalia, the revealed world, that which is that which is apparent, that which you, you can touch. And then there's a world called Leia, Leia Menu the hidden world, that which is mysterious, that which is you know, something that you can't necessarily feel and touch, you know, with your fingertips. And the sight of Eretz Yisrael, the secret of Eretz Yisrael, is the Yichud of Ruchel the secret of Eretz Yisrael is to, instead of seeing Roch and Lea, two separate universes, two separate realities, experiences, Eretz Yisrael means Eretz Yisrael is a place on earth in which all of Kalei Yisrael are united. But Eretz Yisrael in the Nefesh means the ability to integrate Roch and Lea together. And that, that's the concept, and we've been discussing in different ways what that means. So in this particular week, what we're going to be learning about is what this means in terms of davening, in terms of davening. There's a way of davening which is called galos which is a way that separates Rachel and Leah. And then there's a way of davening, which is called Eretz which is a way of unifying Rachel and Leah together. So let's explain very simply. What does it mean What does it mean in, in, in terms of davening? What does it mean to daven in a way of Leah, somehow like this mysterious reality? And what does it mean to daven in the world of Rachel, which means something more apparent and obvious? And, and what does it mean Yisrael, to bring them together? So let's let's begin like this. In the first maromochim you have this is a famous uh, concept from the nefesh haChaim. The Chaim B'lazhiner in nefesh is talking about what should a person be really focused on in davening. See the davening that Chazal gave us in the Siddur or in tehillim and so on. The, the focus of davening seems to be very practical. the you das. Know, we're asking for intelligence. We're asking for rafuas uh, or parnasa. You know, all the things. Davening melach and tehillim is davening and asking for. Uh, to be saved from his enemies, v'chuv v'chuv. But the Nevesh Rechaim, Rechaim Velazhenar, in this piece tells us that there is a layadic way of davening. There's a way of davening that is somewhat ignores what you're saying and somewhat ignores the, the practical issue at hand, but rather focuses on something that's more mysterious. And what does that mean? So Rachaim Velazhenar says, Chaver says the real tachlis of davening. What you should really be thinking about again—the words that what, the, the 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 situation is that the person needs a parnasa. That's the situation. That's Rachel. That's the obvious. That's the that's the that's the chesarn. That's the issue that you can touch with your fingertips. You know, but said Rav that's not what davening really should be about. That motivated you to daven, but that's not really what you're davening for. There's a leia inyan that you're davening for. Something that's more mysterious the tachlis of what a person should be thinking is this is going to sound very high and Rebaz Hashem will get to show how, this, how, how you can do this But a person should be davening only for the sake of heaven only for the sake of heaven again what motivated the person is something practical down on earth but really the intent of what the person should be focusing on is not what's down on earth it should be focused on what's, what's needed in heaven and he explains what does that mean so for example, let's say the situation down here on planet Earth is something difficult going on in Kal Yisrael. And that's what you're davening. That's, that's why you're davening. But if there's, a, if there's something going on in Kal Yisrael that's unfortunate, that creates a chel Hashem. Let's say there's tzaras in the world. So... Then what that's that's that the, the situation down here is what's getting you to daven. But what you should be davening for is something higher, something deeper, which is God's name. The Rebbeinu Shalom's the, the name his his name should be sanctified. he should be davening for the Chilashem. The and only for Hashem's name should he come and 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 you know change the situation. That's when it's with Kla Yisol in Yanim. The even for yachid individually. even though it's not a Hashem, no one knows about what's going on. of also, there's also a way to daven and to not focus on what's actually in front of you, but to focus on that which is mysterious, that which is hidden, that which is more heavenly. lamata. If a person is going through something difficult down here, it's it's telling you that there's something going on in Shemaim that's not 100%. Or the Shechin uh, every tsara down here, is just a way of reminding us, just a way of sort of uh, bringing to the forefront how things are not perfect in Shemaim. how the Rabbi Shalom's name is not perfect, His presence is not revealed, there's no Besamekdash, and everything, said and everything that, that confronts you in this world, that's all Rachel. But don't daven for Rachel. Don't daven in a Rachel way. Daven for lay, Daven for that which is concealed, that which is hidden, that which is more heavenly, more spiritual. And Maromakim number two, Berchayim Veloshner. There's a lot of marakamis that he talks about this. He says, for, actually, oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Is it a personal lay connection, or is it a, a rabbi? Meaning, is it, is it related to the person? The, the, the ruffle is personal. Right. Is the lay also so? We're, right now it doesn't seem so personal right now it doesn't seem so personal when Rachel and Leia are sort of divided in this way where Rachel is the obvious issue at hand right, which is obviously an issue that, 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 that the person is, 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 is feeling right? and Rachel and is saying ignore that, focus on, on the Leia issue, the, the, the more spiritual hidden issue that spiritual hidden issue doesn't seem to be so relatable and practical to us it's more like L'Shem Shemayim but it's, so, a Robin, it's a Rabim right. Deke'inyan, which it's, it's being motivated by you, you know, by the individual prat that's going on, but it's a Rabim Deke'inyan. Now we're going to see, uh, when you unify the two, it actually becomes much more personal, but we'll see. Isn't, isn't that like the opposite of what the time would say? What do you, you mean? You to focus on that which isn't obvious, which isn't here, and focus on what's there? It's not what like she i well, uh Well, I... It's a good. It's a good, uh, It's a good horror. No, 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 no. It's not misinterpreting anything. No. It's usually, when we think of Rechaim Veloshen, see, that's the thing. This, this, it's not going to be a fish a versus kasidish Indian. This is not. Uh, no, I know, I know. Sorry. It's not going to be like that. We're gonna. It happens to be. It's a nefesh You know, the next Mar is Lakut Maran. So we'll see. But, but, but it's. The, but it's not. It's not really. It's not really connected to that. So even. Even these two ways of davening, as we'll see. Uh, there's sources in each side so um so he says like this vishudharsha yeah to, like like uh, being able to pray for simple things in life that you need like oh, like my shoe shirt like my shoe shirt so that 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 was that's going to be hard to do that over here like if well, I'm saying but like that. yeah it's going to be part of this okay, yeah, yeah 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 for sure so he says like this vishudharsha He gives an example of time with Chana. It says, uh, Hannah doesn't have children, right? And she's davening to Hashem to have a child. And it says, nefesh. She's of bitter spirit. Al Hashem. She al Hashem. And she davened towards Hashem, but the words are al Hashem. And, she, and the uh, Chazal said, what that means is that she threw words towards heaven. Simple pshat is that she spoke aggressively. She spoke very stark. But Seder Chaim Veloshen Ratzalamer, what the deeper meaning of that Gemara is as follows: that even though she felt the bitter spirit, she was personally uh, upset about her situation. Al kol despite all of that, hishlichet neged. She, she disregarded her personal anguish, her personal tsar of not having children. And she did not focus at all to daven for that. It, was, it, was, it got her to daven, but that's not what she was davening for. Rather, she focused, she threw the words of her tefillah, towards Hashem, for Hashem, about Hashem. She davened for the Rabbani Shlubham's sake, which is that there's clearly something missing in uh, the Rebbeim presence in the world. The haraya, the proof of the fact that the presence is missing, is the fact that I'm missing a child as well. If the if the Hashem's, if Hashem's presence would be, you know, everywhere like it will like it will be when Mashiach comes, then there won't be any of these issues like me not having children. But that's not really what I'm davening for. Is to have children. I'm davening for Hashem's presence to be, you know, to be revealed. Uh, and the reason why I'm being motivated to do that is because I see that there's some lack in Hashem's presence from the fact that I don't have a child. This is what it means. Al Hashem. She davened for Hashem. Not for herself. She removed that. She focused not on the rochel, but purely on the le'el. That's of Velashim. So this is what it looks like when you're davening Layadik. Exclusively le'edik. Mitzat Sheni. What does it mean to daven rochel so Maramakah number three is from the Kutama Ran. So Rabbi Nachman in Parak Bay in Khilik Bay, Simon This is a very, very important principle in, in Rabbi Nachman when it comes to Davening. There's a there's a maissa, for example, that this is connected to this tyrant that Rabbi Nachman at the, you know on his deathbed. So his his chassidim were around, David was saying him, whatever. And uh, his grandson was around there as well. And the grandson was a little kid playing on the floor, and Rabbi Nachman asked his grandchild, you know, Daven for Zaidi, Zaidi's not feeling well. And so the child said, well, if zaydi gives me, you know, his watch, then I'll, I'll daven for him. So all the chassidim were very upset by that. And Rabbi Nachman said, and you should have my whole life. I'm just trying to get you guys to daven with that simplicity. Now, that, when that, if the kid's going to daven for his grandfather, you know, for the watch, it's not, that's not layadic That's very, 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 very simple and very, very practical. Rabbi Nachman said, this is, this is a piece where he's talking about, Rabbi Rab Nachman is, is recording Something from his Rebbe, Rabbi Nachman, that Rabbi Nachman, one of his chassidim was a very, very chashiv makubal, who whenever he davened, he was always having with Kavanas and shameless hakadoshim and very leydik, and Rabbi Nachman went over to him and said, y- "You can learn all that stuff and you can know all that stuff, but don't daven like that. Daven with absolute pashtas, Just say the words and mean what you say. You're asking for parnasa. Ask for pranasa straight. Don't make don't don't make anything too complicated." to say the words kipshutai and just to think what the words mean kipshutai. that's the main thing of davening I'll call about everything about everything in exactly the way it is not, be, not selfishly obviously it's not just not because give me this give me that it's a way of building that bond with the rabbinu when you talk to him about everything but what you're talking to him about is simple things like everyone knows the maissa that Nachman saw rabbinachman was walking with that uh, and his and his kapot, his whatever was missing a button so he yes, what happened to the button he said I lost it and Rav Nachman said did you daven that you should find it I, said, oh, I should find my button so rabbinachman said yeah daven for that too so on we just learned the Nefesh Shachaim, Leydik. Okay. Rabbi Nachman, on the other hand, is you saying Rochledik. The, the I'm sorry. Did or I what? Did the Meaning, uh, the, the, the Chassid should be saying more Himmledik, mm-hmm. and the and the Litzvak should be more uh, practical. Okay. Practical, but only after you know. So, so I'll tell you the answer. I'll regalachas which I'm not going to focus on so much, but the, the, the answer of Regalachas is that it's... If you believe in Edom Elvada, if you believe that that there's no much, not much of a distinction between heaven and earth, then you could for things on earth. If you believe in a big distinction between heaven and earth, then you want to go to heaven. But if heaven and earth are very unified, then it's not so sure to be down here. As a, the Abderrov used to say this, the said that many tzaddikim... Maybe I am going on this now, I don't know. The Ap-Torov said that... Um, Many tzaddikim, he said people make the mistake of thinking that tzaddikim are interested in going up. He said real tzaddiki are interested in going up and down. They're just going up and down at the same time. That's really what they're interested in. Because that's the, so in with where the mantra, the focus is, there's much less of a divide between the world of rochni and Gashmi because it's all of a cost anyway. So it's much more, they're more able and willing to connect to something deep. Even in a missing button. That's in parentheses. So, but the, these two modes of davening, this, this distinction between Rachel and Leia, this is Gaulus. This is Gaulus. Gaulus, the definition of Gaulus means, not Ert Yisrael, means that you, it's, it's, a, it's a lack of unity between these two. Now, if a person is in Gaulus mode, okay, so then when do you do the Neveshechayim? When do you do, you know, the uh, Kutmaran? So, if you take a look at Maramukh number four, just a Again, this is all within sort of the world of Gullus that, that is unable as of yet to unify Rosh Cholayah. So there's a piece from Toldos Yaakov Yosef. This is one of the the first Chassidish sefer of Yaakov Yosef of Polnoya, one of the early Chassidim of the Balshemtiv. So in Parshas Kedoshim, Peace hay he says as follows. In this piece, he quotes this idea. He doesn't quote it from the Nevi obviously, but this idea of davening l'shem Shemayim l'tzarech Kavaya for the Rebbeinu sake and disregarding your own srochem, and then mitzat sheni. You know, uh, sometimes you want to daven you your own tzrichim. You know, so he says like this: <speaking in Hebrew> A heart knows its own bitterness. She <speaking in Hebrew> And said um, said the Yaakov Yosef: Not all times are the same. Not all moments are the same. <speaking in Hebrew> and said Rabbi Yaakov Yosef: Really, in in, in a chutzlartz Dick way, Nevshehaim is correct. The ideal type of davening is leydik, focusing on that that which is spiritual. But Sometimes a person has a very, very great Tsar. And he is davening for himself. And he doesn't, He's not holding at that time because of what's going on in his life. He's not holding by that ability to sort of disregard his own Tsarachim and to focus on something bigger. It's one thing to do that when you're missing a button. But if it's a real Tsar, you have to be a Chana to do such a thing, you know, by real Tsars. The average person is not holding by such a thing and so said Rabbi Yaakov Yosef what's the guy going to be a faker so he's davening uh, you know, to have children right? so he's going to pretend that he's not really davening for the children, he's davening for the Kiddush Hashem that would come from having children so the, so the Toldos Yaakov Yosef said Hashem knows the heart he knows that you're, that you're lying he knows that you're not being authentic so, Shechas And if a person is davening in an inauthentic way, in a way of sheker, if they're not really being honest with themselves and with their buddhish, then his tefillah might be rejected. therefore, If you're not holding in your mind to be able to, to disregard Rachel and to focus on Leah, then you daven, then daven Based on who you are, at that level that you're holding, and just be authentic, be real. Be real. Don't try to fake and, and pretend that you're, you know, khana when you're not. So this is all, again, this is all these two types of tefillah in a way that they're not unified. There's Rachel and there's leah. And then the best eitzah best you have is like, okay, where are you holding? If you're able to, to strip away the matzah and to focus on something deeper and bigger, then you can, that's the best. If you can't, then you just say kibshutah. So We'll see, Rabbi Nachman seemed to say this overall, like, just, uh, like that's the, the Icah, right, right, right. So right now it doesn't seem to fit with Rabbi Nachman. We'll see that, we'll see Be'ez HaShem, Rabbi Nachman is really coming from an Eretz Soldik way, as we'll see in a second. But in Chutzler, that it seems to be the only Yetzir right now. Yeah. So when we say Pashas, do we mean as just a person's personal and simple way, or are we talking about mentioned before So Rabbi Nachman said Perish he's talking about like when you're actually reading from a sitter. But uh, even if it's not a not a text, you just stop. Let's you're say, out. I want to be, Let's say a person's focusing on on, on the in a small way. Yeah. So his idea just don't even think about anything. Just do Pirushamilas. Well, that the, 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 or or actually get personal, but on my own small simple. See,
1: opinion. that's really
0: a different discussion. Also, like when you when you are reading the words of 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 Nusukh that was established by Chazal, amilas So should you you know. There's different ways how to do that. In this context, what Pirush means is just Kipshutai. Again, you 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 saying the words and you are davening what the words simply mean, which is that these are that personal rachel that I need. Attention. Well, you could put your person your personal intention to it, but it's but, again, but it's to down to earth. earth. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. So this is all again chutzlarts. But now let's transition into Eretz So now the question is, what does davening mean in Eretz way to unify rachel and leib. You know, let, let's understand, you know, and, and there has to be a way to do this. So, for example, Dovna Melech, Melech, is, you know, obviously the king of Eretz Yisrael. Dovna is the embodiment of Tfila. And so the way to unify roch and le'eh in this way is going to have to be bound to tehillim. How does a person say tehillim? What is tehillim really about? It's interesting because tehillim is, um, there are certain kapitel that you connect to, you know. Others maybe not so much. Like when you say a kapitel, and it's, uh, I don't know, it's vague enough that you could sort of inject whatever, you know, you want. But then there's like a pitloch where Dovna Melech is talking about, you know, going to war against Plishtim. Like, what does that mean? Yeah, so it's a, it, it's a little bit hard. It's a little bit hard. But clearly, somehow, Tehillim, if Tehillim is the safer of Tefillah for Kla Yisrael, and specifically Dovna Melech, who's the king of Eretz Israel, so it must be that, that Eretz Yisrael Deket Tefillah is how a person engages in Tehillim. So let, let, let's understand. So Maramokah number five. There's a turf from the Baal This is also from Tadus Yaakov Yosef. It's a very very important Torah in Parsha Shlach, peace yud base. Now, this this following idea is coming from a Mishnah in Pirkei Yavis. the Mishnah says, that a person should know what's, what's above you. Eye in roya, eyes in right? An eye that sees, an ear that hears. You know, da malamalim. So the Parsha on that Mishnah is, as we know, that you should just remember what's going. You know, the Rebbeinu was watching. Rosh Hashanah taught the following thing that "da means the following: da, person should know that malamala, that what is in Shemayim, what's above, is Mimcha. is coming from you and it's connected to you. B'al taught the following idea. The concept of Eretz Yisrael, of unifying Rok and Le'eh, means instead of thinking of there's such a thing called the Rabbani presence, the Shekhin Aktaisha, their the Shalom, and there's the Chil Hashem, there's a, something missing in the presence in a revealed way. And that's one Inyan. And there's something else that's called I have a headache and I'm missing a button or Loleinu, a person's sick, things like this. That, that, itself, to, to, that itself is a mistake. To think of those are two separate Inyanim. Balshenta said the following thing, Maravaka number five, This is again the toldest Yaakov Yosef I've received from my master, the Balshem, ki that what is, who are tzadikim, amich kum tzadikim, in shluchi What a Yid is, is a shliach of the Rabbana Meaning, Any time that a Yid has anything deficient or missing in their life, you should know that that exactly is what's missing in the Shechin daisha and it's manifesting itself in your life in a particular way. Da, You should know that what's going on in Shemayim is paralleled in your life. It's a Mishnah in the, the Mishnah says that when a person was killed in Bezden, so the, the Mishnah mission says What would the rebbeinu shalom say when a Jew was being killed in Bezden? He was a Russia. The chazal say that the, the the would say, "Oh, my head hurts, my arm hurts." When the person you know was being strangled, my head hurts. Meaning, the, 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 what is a Jew? Again, a Jew is a chelak of A Jew is an extension of their Rabbanu A Jew is a, is a, is a reflection of God's presence in this world. And if there's anything missing in a Jew's life, it's not the B'shada. It's just symptomatic of something wrong with the world. It is the expression of that which is wrong with the Shechina. What you're feeling, whatever is missing in a person's life, whatever is an issue they're feeling, is exactly the tzar the tzar of the Shechina in physical form. It's it's exactly what the Shechina is going through. And it's just being manifest, it's materializing in your life in a particular way. So he said, like this. And therefore, when you're davening, you're da, da, to daven to find the button and to daven that the shrine hakdoshah, that the rabbanishma's presence should be fully revealed, is one and the same thing. There is no difference between the two. It's not the shot that I have to be, I'm motivated by my button to daven for something bigger. Or I am not. I, I don't have the head for that. I have to daven for my button. Davening for your button and davening for the Rebbeinu is one and the same thing. The Rebbeinu when a Jew, when a Jew has a headache, it, it, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an expression of the Rebbeinu headache. If a, if a Jew has something missing in in Shalom Bayis, al uh, then that's something. It's a reflection of the Rebbeinu Shalom having a problem in Shalom Bay's between him him and Klal Yisrael. It's one and the same thing. It's not a, it's not a distinction between the two and therefore v'yispel shimuli shalom al v'shechina, and therefore tadaven that that chasern should be complete by the shechina hakedosha, ki in and shluched imat and again, because Kala Yisrael is a shluch of the Rabbani and we reflect him, and automatically it takes care of that down here. The site of Eretz Yisrael and Tfila is to redefine what all our tzrochem are. What our tzrochem are are not just small things that get us to think bigger. No. They are literally the reflection and the manifestation of that which is deeply missing in the, in the Rabbanu Shalom's presence in the world. That itself is a reflection of down here. And therefore, in Marmokka number six, again also, Tzot which is a safer also written by Rabbi Yacob Ezef Palnoia, he says, That I agree, the that davening has to be for the Rabbanu Shalom's sake adam, but what does that mean? But it doesn't. But but what you're actually, but what you're feeling and saying is like Rabbi Nachman that the words are kipshutai. But it means a adam Person should know that his chisaran or her is Shu nimshach is being drawn from a above. And again, like we said before, to daven that that chasern should be removed. And so, this is this is what it means to daven in Eretz Yisrael. This is what Tehillim is. When David is davening Tehillim, that you know my uh, the, the Plishtim, uh, all these inyanim and they themse- and those things become the tefillah for Kala Yisrael going forward forever, the meaning of that is the reason why we, how could we connect to that. The answer is because everything that Davide Melch went through, of course he was diving for his personal tzirachim, that's what the Telem is. But Davide understood that his personal tzirachim are a reflection of, the, of, of not just Kala Yisrael at the time, and not just Kala Yisrael throughout all of time. It's a reflection of that which is missing in the Rebbe Hashem's presence until Mashiach comes. It is one and the same. And so therefore... Davening with an Ertisodic mindset means to realize that there's no distinction between rah. Everything that you see down here is a reflection and is an expression of that which you don't see. And when you, therefore when you're davening for something practical down here, what you're davening for is something that's sublime. Now, how do you how do you manage that, like psychologically? So, what do you what should you be saying? What should you be thinking? Mm-hmm. So the final marmuck of number seven, this is from the Kamarna. So, the commander in one of his serm called Zoyar Chai in Parshish Boluk, Kuvpe So, the commander over there gives us an etza about how to actually do this in practice. And he says like this He says, when you're actually davening, you know, we, I, I've mentioned this to her many times that at the end of Sheman to some of Tfilah, we say, uh, The words of my mouth should be pleasant, to Hashem, right? The and so to the thoughts of my heart. Saying that there's a difference between what I'm saying and what I'm thinking. What's the difference? So the Kamarna said like this: with this teaching of the shantif he gave the following etzah that in your that what you're saying, the words that you say are always very practical, very practical. The words of Shmoneh are very practical because you could ask and right? Davin for Davin for So why would Chazal make the Lushen of Shmoneh for the lowest common denominator? You know what I'm saying? For people that are not holding by such things, you are not davening properly. So said the Kamarna, the answer is no. The, the words that you're saying, tfila, the words. Words are always, words versus thought, words are always Rachel, right? That Which is obvious, other people could hear you. And your thought, that's more mysterious, that's more hidden, that's more Leia. But the, and the way to unify Rachel and in this context is that what you're saying is what? Are practical things. What you're thinking at the same time is that those things that I'm saying and davening for are themselves sublime, are themselves mysterious, are themselves reflection of something bigger and deeper in, in the Rabbani that's missing. And I am, I am the Rabbanu Hashem's mouthpiece. That's the ideal of the year. It's not just using motivation to daven for Hashem. I am the Rabbanu mouthpiece in expressing his chesarin and expressing his desire for his chesarin to be, to be completed. Yizor harbe, he says a person should be very careful. That every time you're davening, and it is for the shechina, it is for something bigger. the That's the thought. That's the, the, the thought of the heart. Not the words. The words are leah. The thought is rachel. And the secret of David and Arsishodic is to unify your thoughts and your words. It's to realize that although I'm talking about a button, and I'm thinking about something deeper, that's not, there's no divide between the two of them. Roch and Leah are absolutely unified. This is, again, this is what Davin Melch's entire life was about. David Melch saw himself in this way. David Melch understood that every practical issue in his life was not just something small. And insignificant it was an expression of some much deeper issue that needs to be taken care of and the words that a person says is is, is a practical but the deeper side is is the thought this is also very much connected to the parish. i'm not going to go into this it's already getting late but the the whole union of paraduma the whole union of paraduma is like this to to uh, there is also talks about this that the union of paraduma is to sort of be able to retrace things step steps back to its ultimate source when things get disconnected they become tame. when things are realigned with their original source then even that which is tame could become purified so things of this world, you know uh, a button getting lost it's uh, inconsequential it seems but the secret of, of paraduma chukas atar is that everything is everything is deep you know, like Torah itself there's, you know, there's, there's, there's laws of Torah that make sense right, keep it of aim and so on but no, 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 no it only looks like it makes sense, you know, on the surface, but you should know everything that looks very normal and very down-to-earth and very practical and very pragmatic, so, everything is a hike. everything is a hike. And Paradum is a classic example of that, it's the poster child of, of a mitzvah that doesn't make sense. But that's just a, a simon to all of Torah, because all of Torah is deeper than what our eyes tell us, and that itself is eretz Shol Eretz means, again, the ability to unify to not take for granted what you see, to not disregard what you see, but to realize that what you're seeing is, in fact, only, only a, a, a final step of a much larger process that began in a much higher place. That's what Eretz Yisrael means. And a person has a daven like that. So, again, going back to Rabbi Nachman, for example, like David pointed out, the words of Rabbi Nachman are the Iker is the daven of Piresh And that's true. But that's in terms of what you're saying. What you're thinking is that what I'm saying is deeper than I realize. The tzrochem that I'm davening for are deeper than I realize. That's what davening is. That's davening like our er Yisrael. Nope. So uh, we should be able to put this into practice. Okay, we've got, we got some questions. Yeah? Why was it not having a in a specific then? Like, in a way, it almost like creates an opportunity for people to not